Oh yeah, I know, I'm so excited. I'm sad it's not coming out on Valentine's Day like the last one did. I had a blast not getting any girls on Valentine's Day and watching a movie for children. Hey yo, what's popping guys? Uh, welcome back to the Movie Sims podcast. This is our first episode. I'm so happy to announce I'm starting a podcast with Christo Ehtimov. He is going to be the co-host. And this podcast is going to be all about uh, what's happening in the movie world. We are going to discuss movies in depth. And we are, you're also going to get to see uh, more of our, ourselves. Who we are, what we like, what we don't like. And how we behave on different occasions. Well, our mindset... Yeah, that's yeah. that's basically it. He he did say it. So um, what we're gonna do in today's episode is we're gonna cover some of the latest and most important news in the like world of movies that happened, and then we're gonna discuss some stuff about. I want to say Spider Man No Way Home, but it's more of MCU Spider Man in general and the casting decisions and stuff like it's, that. Yeah. It's more of what's happening in the Marvel universe right now. Yes. Because yes. We have some thoughts on it, and they're they're very deep, so yeah. Exactly. Uh, it's worth watching. Uh, listen till the end. Okay, so um, I'm going to start with the first piece of news. So uh, this, or is it last week at this point? I don't know. Uh, we got the Razzie nominations. If any of you don't know what the Razzies are, there's these like uh, Oscar parody awards that just give... Uh, nominations and awards to the like worst acting performances. They have categories and stuff. So first we got uh, Jared Leto, the guy who played the Joker in uh, Suicide Squad, I believe. The the first one, yeah. Yeah, but the, not the Suicide Squad, just the one that's called Suicide Squad. Uh, House of Gucci, Jared Leto in House of Gucci. Did you see that movie? Yeah, I actually saw it. Yeah, I, I saw it too, and it was so long. You, sorry, did you like it? Eh, it was it was fine, I guess. I'm really inspired from uh biographical uh, yeah, biogra- uh biographical biographical. Yeah, biographical, biographical movies. I actually today watched this movie about Serena and uh v- Venus uh what was what was Oh yeah, the, yeah William, I William. Yeah, it's yeah, called, with uh, Will Smith. What's it was it amazing. I got really inspired by those movies. And so when I saw House of Gucci, I also was like, damn, those guys have this mindset for really being great at life. I, I do know what you mean. So uh, there are a lot of other ones, but this is the one I want to focus on. LeBron James in Space Jam A New Legacy. So let me start. First, I'm going to ask you, did you see Space Jam 2 A New Legacy? I saw it. Uh, it was I saw on... it as well. In, in unpopular opinion, I, I liked it. I, I think it was a I great also liked sequel. It. I also yeah. liked it. Uh, if we are comparing it to the first one, it's actually really good. All of those references. Yeah, I do think it amazing. did a very good job of flexing all of the stuff Warner Bros. acquired. I, I'll be the first to admit, um, LeBron James is not a great actor. Um, <laughs> yeah, oh, but I, I really liked uh, My- Michael B. Jordan's cameo. Yeah, yeah, that that was like I laughed out loud watching that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not funny. many people got it, but yeah, um, and also Don Cheadle as the villain, him. very good. I think. Yeah, yeah, Don Cheadle. I like him. La- I like La- Don Cheadle. This new, yeah. Um, what else? What else do you have? Anything famous? anything famous well a lot of stuff are famous i I don't have oh did you see the last duel i saw that movie no i haven't i haven't i i actually don't know what it is about so you can oh don't you uh let me just uh pull up a summary so i don't mess something up uh the last duel okay so basically what it is it's um about this like knight dude with a very complex French name. Yeah, th- this like knight guy. He's a medieval knight, and then uh, there's this other guy that assaults his oh. wife, and, and there it's it's basically it's kind of a basic story, but it's surprisingly entertaining. I and basically Ben Affleck's in it, and he has a nomination. I like Ben Affleck in general. But do you like his performance? 
Well, uh, I haven't seen. Yeah, I did like his performance in that movie, but uh, the only other time I've really seen seen Ben Affleck in a main role is Batman, and I don't like Ben Affleck's Batman much. I'm I'm very picky when it comes to Batman. My favorite Batman is Christian Bale. What's yours? Oh man, I like. I'm really hyped for Robert. Uh... Yeah, Robert Pattinson. I, I'm so. We're gonna discuss that later, but that is something that happened. Also, also a little excited. bit of self promotion. If you haven't seen um, our uh, TV spot, you can see it. It's basically yeah. my perspective of what the movie might look like. Yeah, I, I really can't wait for it. Like, it's one of the like movies that I'm at most first, excited for. At first, I was like, I was skeptical. Yes, because Robert Pattinson, he's like the ultimate. Uh, Sissy Twilight guy, I, I, I can't white see boy. Another... Exactly, exactly. Also, when I, when the trailer was released, I'm like the biggest Batman fan. So when the trailer was released, I was like, "What? There's going to yeah. be a Batman movie?" And, and, and I started watching it, and I couldn't, I couldn't finish it. I just, it gave me all those really strange vibes. Yeah, Matt Reeves, he he's done some good stuff. Uh, the thing is. First, Robert Pattinson looks kind of tacky in the bat suit, in my opinion. It looks very strange on him. Ah oh, man, I, I I really like his suit. I mean, when I was a kid, I watched this animated series, and there were those. Oh, which one? I I've seen a lot of Batman animated. Series. Brave and the Bold. And in some episodes, uh, he had those really high ears, you know. Oh, I love those from like uh, Batman Arkham Asylum. If you've played that, I love the Batman Arkham series. It's such a good like game series. And so when I saw when I saw his bat suit, I was like, "Damn, that's going to be one of those uh, really really cold blooded Batman's." And the other thing is, so I I've read a fair amount of Batman comics. I've seen a lot of movies, played games. I can call myself a Batman fan. One of my least favorite characters is Catwoman. And I don't like the casting of Catwoman in this movie. This lady, I don't know. It's like Zoe something. I, I don't. Zoe Kravitz, yeah. Zoe Kravitz. Yeah, I've seen her in something. She was in like that thing, uh, the TV show, Big Little Lies, the HBO thing, you know? Uh, no. Anyways. Yeah, I, I just really don't love the casting. Uh, Paul Dano as the Riddler. Great casting. Not gonna lie. Well, I'm really, I really like Annie Hathaway's performance in The Dark Knight trilogy, and so it will be hard for me to get a new look for the Catwoman. Catwoman, but she looks fire to me. Uh, yeah. I, mean, I don't know cinematography of uh, DC mm, with those movies, current movies like The Joker. Uh, Zack Snyder's cut and also oh yeah the 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 four hour movie that no one really stuck around to watch except me and it in it hot take it was not that good yeah. I watched it and it was way too long so one of the other casting decisions from this movie uh, Colin Farrell's the Penguin first let's say that uh, I like Colin Farrell he's done some good stuff but what really has me excited is Andy Serkis as Alfred, one of my favorite Batman characters. Ah uh, man, man, no, he, he I don't think he's a good Alfred. I've always imagined him being old and that's the thing. What really drives me mad is that in like a interview, someone from the main cast said that Alfred is Batman's in in the the Batman universe. He's going to be his only confidential person. But Alfred thinks he's gone insane. That's like not Alfred. Alfred is always supporting him. That's not him. Yeah, that, that's the thing. And also what's what's strange to me and weird is that when when a when a when an actor plays in both Marvel and DC, it is strange for me to Yeah, he played the guy in Black Panther, right? The like a uh, guy. Yeah, exactly. And also do you know what's also really interesting is that uh, Christian Bale, he's also going to play in uh, in Marvel. Really? What? Yeah. Who? Uh, let Let me just check. Uh, I forgot his name. And while you while you hot take, and and I'm not racist, I promise. Commissioner Gordon is Gordon. He's not white. That's not a bad thing. He's played by Jeffrey Wright. He's done some good things. I just think it will be unusual to have such a big change. Not racist, just 
surprised. Yeah. So Christian Bale is going to be playing uh, Adam Warwick. Oh, uh, major, major, major Marvel character, and he's yeah, going to be yeah. in Rock Thunder. Any other interesting casting? Uh, J.K. Simmons. To... Wait, J. Jonah Jameson is gonna be in this movie? What? Oh my god! I, I just saw it. Like it's on the official casting page. J.K. Simmons, the Spider-Man dude. It also says Margot Robbie is gonna be in it. What? Oh, is Margot Robbie going to be Harley Quinn? No, I don't think that's a thing, right? Because is this movie part of the I'm not pretty sure. I'm not new pretty DC sure. continuity? That's so confusing. I mean... I don't even know if there's going to be uh, Harley Quinn in this movie. One of the things that the MCU really got right is just the continuity. It's not that confusing. How many universes has DC had? Like 100,000? Yeah, a lot. A lot. Um... Anyway, let's get into some more major news. More major news, yeah, we should be doing that. So, uh, you go now. The the Oscars were just uh, released, the, no- the nominations. And I've got only some really interesting. So, for Best Pictures nominees... Oh, yeah. Of course, we have... Wait, because, like, I haven't seen them, so this kind of a blind reaction. Is Tick, Tick, Boom in there? Because I really like that new movie. I still haven't watched it. No, it's not in Best Pictures, but um, actually Andrew Garfield is nominated. Oh, as his role as Peter Parker in uh, Spider-Man No Way Home? No, in Tick, Tick, Boom. Oh, oh, yeah, he was very good. That's going to be his second Oscar if he actually wins. Uh, what does he want an Oscar for? Uh, I'm not really sure. Let me check. Is it? No, it can't be Spider-Man, but he was good in the movies. Uh, there was this movie where he was with Beard. Oh, yeah, 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 the... Wait, I have to Google this. Uh, Andrew Garfield. Oscar best. Oscar. For he... Wait, no, he hasn't won an Oscar, though. It says Best Actor 2022. Yeah, uh, but that's... That's the 94th Academy Award. No, no, no. He got nominated in 2017. He didn't win. He got nominated. Oh, really? Really? Sorry. My my mistake. My bad. Wait, Sorry. let me just Google what, what was it called. Best Actor in 2017 for... Oh, my God. It doesn't... I hate the way Google is structured. Such a... Uh, best Performance by an Actor in a Leaded Role. Does it actually not say this? What? Andrew Garfield, 2017 nomination. Yeah, we're not going to find this. Whatever. Yeah, go ahead with the Best Picture nominations. I'd love to hear them. For Best Pictures, we have Don't Look Up. I don't know if you have seen that movie. Oh, I didn't like it. Me too. I mean, it was interesting, but it's not one of my favorites. It just feels like this big gathering of a bunch of famous actors and like so much hype around it and not really... Good. Like, for example, have you seen uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that also had a lot of big actors. I also didn't really like it. I don't know what other people's opinions is there. Yeah, uh, don't look up. What else? Uh, we have Dune, which... I didn't see that movie. I Apparently it's good. I don't know. Oh, no. It, it was good, yeah. I liked it. It's really slow-paced. It's slow-paced. And that's that's mainly because... Uh, the first book is separated into two movies. Oh, is it is it based on a book series? I didn't know that. Yeah, we've seen that. For example, with like the the Harry Potter movies, some of the the last two ones. There, as a big Harry Potter fan, I know some of the parts are very slow paced. But it definitely had to be split into two movies. Otherwise, you'd end up with a Snyder cut like four hour movie. Yeah. What else is in the nominations? So Dune, Dune is like, um, it's only the exposition. And I'm really hyped for Dune 2 because that's going to be... Yeah, by the way, so another thing I heard about Dune is a big selling point of the movie was Zendaya. I heard she's in it for like 10 minutes or something. Oh, no, no. She was really at the end. She's going to play a major character in part two, but yeah, she she didn't have that much screen time. But also... Oh my god. Wait, wait, I'm sorry for interrupting. She she didn't have 10 minutes in Dune. She had 7 minutes. I just googled it. Yeah, that's not a lot of screen time. 
this is very surprising. No way, no way. To be honest, I'm not really, uh, I'm not a really big fan of Zendaya. I, 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 I don't like her that much, and also, um, not to be racist, I, I don't find her very attractive. Yeah, I, I actually like, I, I found male and female consultants, and um, I asked my male consultant, no names, um, for his opinion on Zendaya, and and he said she's, I'm, I'm quoting him, she's. A pretty good actress, but she's definitely overhyped for what she actually delivers as an acting performance. Have you seen Euphoria? I've seen the first few episodes. It's, eh, it's, it has a lot of sex scenes. That's all I'm gonna say. It's taking, it's taking the world over. So. It is, which is we. It, it's very deep. That it is very deep. Yeah, that's it. One of my friends said that. Um, she thinks it's performing that well because it represents reality yeah. really well. Oh, this is actually another thing I asked my female consultant this time about. Uh, she said it's very enjoyable uh, because of how realistic it feels to what's actually happening in parts of the world. But otherwise, it doesn't really have a story and it's not that entertaining to watch. That's what she said. Exactly, exactly. It's strange. Um, uh, yeah, what were you saying on that nomination? King Richard. Oh, King Richard. What is that? I I haven't seen that. That's that's the biography biographical. Oh, biographical. <laughs> biographical movie about uh the two Afro American tennis players that actually were the first two sisters to ever reach uh top fifty female players and also the first two African Afro-American tennis players. Well, that 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 sounds interesting and I I play tennis and love watching tennis, but I just have one question. Where does King Richard come in? So Richard is the father uh and he he doesn't apply that much p- pressure, but he really wants his two child. Actually he has five, five but he really wants Serena and uh Oh, it's about Serena Williams and her other sister that I don't know the name of. Oh yeah, yeah, that makes sense. That that's probably a good movie. He's the father, and he just plays his games. Uh, they're, they're from Compton. They're from Compton, and so it's really interesting to see how from Compton they transform to. Yes. What's the What's the next uh, nomination? Next movie. Uh, so the others are not that famous. We have Belfast. Oh, I, I did C-O-D-A. see Belfast actually. And drive my car. What? Drive my car? What's that? Let me Google it up. I don't know. I've never heard of it. Drive my car. Uh, It's three hours. That's the first thing that popped up. Let, let me see the Rotten Tomato score. That tends to be good. I think that Dune will win. Oh my god. It has a 98% score on Rotten Tomatoes. What? Not that much. What do you mean not that much? That's insane. Marvel movies, which are, in my opinion, currently not performing really well, have about that. Okay, uh, do you have any uh, like other categories of nominations written down? We have Benedict Cumberbatch uh, nominated for... I'm guessing for Doctor Strange. No, <laughs> no, no, definitely oh, not. Oh, thank God, I, I didn't... The Power the power of the Dog. The pa- what are these movie titles? Oh my God. Oh, I have a question. Have you seen uh, the Sherlock Holmes show with uh, Benedict Cumberbatch? No, no, no. Oh, uh, you know who's uh, you know who plays uh, Watson in it? Uh, is, is this guy also? It's Martin Freeman, the the guy that uh, was played in like the he's British, and the one American guy in Black Panther, the like CIA agent something, he's played by Martin Freeman. Which is kind of funny. They had the one white guy be played by a British person, and, and like he had to fake an accent, but whatever. Yeah. Any other nominations? Um, not that important. You can go on with the next new. I I heard uh, No Way Home got nominated for a something Oscar for like a best visual effects or something. Probably, probably. I'm not really into those things. They're not that important. Yeah, yeah. Me neither. It had good effects. Yeah. I, I did like the movie, but we're gonna dive into that later. Wanna continue, or should they should they present my next new? Uh, I'm I'm gonna present my next one first. Uh, so we have our the finale of the Book of Boba Fett came out, and um, I'm a huge Star Wars fan. I'm not gonna lie, I love anything Star Wars except the Disney movies. Really don't like those. I I still haven't watched. You know what? I actually watched the 
second trilogy uh, with Ray and Kylo. Oh, Ray. that's the third one chronologically. Oh, the third one. Those are my first Star Wars movie. And Those I, are terrible. I, I swear they're so bad. I think I don't find them terrible. Wait, have you seen... The, that's because you haven't seen the other ones, I'm guessing. Have you? No. Oh, yeah, you should see the... The other ones are very good. When the, I start watching the others, I just... Look, it's not that they're bad movies. It's just that, like... For example, in the second one, you have Luke Skywalker appearing. And he just is a terribly different character from what he was in the trilogy dedicated to him. Okay, so anyway, Boba Fett. Boba Fett is this character that was prominent character in my favorite Star Wars movie, The Empire Strikes Back, which came out in like 1982 or something. And uh, he got a show of his own, which is really cool. Basically, he's one of those characters that apparently died but didn't really die you know what i'm talking about so um episode six the the second to last one was amazing so since you haven't seen it i'm gonna just tell you um luke skywalker like is played by mark hamill do you know who that is he's known for voicing the joker and everything uh so mark hamill there was like 12 minutes, something along the lines of 12 minutes of screen time of a fully CGI young Mark Hamill. Because the show takes series like chronologically back in the after the events of the second chronological trilogy. And episode six was a blast, it was absolutely amazing. And then what sucked is. At the end of episode six, I'm gonna try to not spoil. Luke, young Luke, so CGI young Luke, gives Grogu. Grogu is Baby Yoda. You know who that is, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. He he makes him a big decision, basically a very big decision for Grogu. And uh, the thing is, that's it's a cliffhanger. That's how it ends. But uh, since it's the finale, and there was so much other CGI. They didn't have enough budget to actually have the scene of Grogu making the decision, which really sucks because off-screen decisions, uh, mm. and I just didn't. Just better. Boba Fett or The Mandalorian? I really like The Mandalorian. It's such a good show. Boba Fett, I didn't find as entertaining. I started, I started The Mandalorian. I watched like six episodes, but it was really slow-paced. Even slower pace than Breaking Bad. So basically, oh, I love Breaking Bad. It's my dad's favorite show ever. So um, yeah, season two is generally better. Not gonna lie. Uh, so um, <laughs> to wrap it up in the in a nutshell, without spoiling the whole episode for y'all, uh, Disney's Star Wars franchise disappointed us again. You can go ahead with your next piece of news, Max. Um, I wanted to talk about Uncharted. Oh, Uncharted. Uh, because... Didn't that come out, like, yesterday? Uh, no, I think it's next week. No, I, like, I saw this guy on TikTok, like, he was like, I just watched Uncharted, and it's, and it's very good, but it has a very low score on Rotten oh, Tomatoes. on the 18th. Yeah, next week. Really? Then how the hell did the guy watch? I don't know. Apparently, it has a 38% on Rotten Tomatoes. 38? Well, see... Um, usually when I when I see a video game adaptation movie, I'm not that really hyped up, but it, it looks good. It has seven out of ten on IMDb from viewers. Have you have you seen a like? What's the last time you've seen a good video game movie? I personally say the Sonic movie. Sonic, yeah, Sonic was good. Actually, Sonic Two is coming. Oh out. yeah, I know. I'm so excited. I'm sad it's not coming out on Valentine's Day like the last one did. I had a blast not getting any girls on Valentine's Day and watching a movie for yeah, children. Yeah, exactly. uh, good times before the pandemic wasn't weren't there. Yeah, so um, what do you want to say about Uncharted? I wanted to say that I think it might be overrated just because with Tom Holland and talking oh, of Tom yeah, Holland. Yeah, yeah. I think that Tom Holland and um, this guy, Timothy Chum. Oh, no, no. Tom Holland and Timothy Chamber. Tom Holland and Timothy Chamber. What, whatever his Timothy name. Timothy Chalamet, my least favorite actor. It's Mark Wahlberg. That's his name. Yeah. 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 Exactly. So both of them are like 
I feel like they're the biggest actors right now. Yeah, which really sucks, because Timothy Chalamet is a good actor, but Tom Holland isn't an exceptionally amazing actor. I haven't watched a movie with Tom Holland and been like, whoa, that's a very good acting performance, like with, uh, for example, Robert Downey Jr. is such a good actor. I don't like Robert Downey Jr. Have you, have you watched, have you watched The Judge? No. You should watch that, he, like, it, it just really cements him as an amazing actor. One of the few, few movies I actually cried to, I don't generally cry to movies much. I'll, I'll check it out. You should. Uh, so is that all you want to say about Uncharted? Yeah. Okay, so um, I'm going to say one more thing because a movie I'm very excited for. This piece of news, not going to lie, kind of outdated. We got the, what is it called? Something Worlds trailer, the, the quadruple trailer. What was it called? Something Across Worlds yesterday. DC trailer of The Flash, Black Adam, uh, The Batman, and what else? Uh, so we had Shazam 2. Wait, Shazam 2? No, I think it was Black Adam. The, the... Yeah, yeah. Black yeah, Adam, so yeah. Um, Dwayne Johnson, he... Basically, we're going to go through this really quickly because it was basically proven wrong. But uh, he, he hinted at, at an trailer release on the Super Bowl, which is still possible, but the Super Bowl is like uh tomorrow. Oh, it's wait, the Super Bowl is tomorrow? Is it? Yeah, it's tomorrow. Wait, I I I want to watch it. I I'm I like football. No, it's on January 14th. No, February. Isn't it on the 13th? Wait, wait, wait. Super Bowl 2022. It's on By the time this podcast on, on online it will be already over yeah so um the halftime show is gonna be some rappers uh, so um yeah we totally know who's gonna win uh, when i not knowing anything about american football and never having watched a game i'm gonna say the los angeles rams are gonna win that's all i'm saying you can go on with your next piece of news oh it's not only that i think that uh this is just had to find the right the right universe that fans would actually love and so now that they have um, sequels to movies like the uh, Aquaman, the Lost, um, Shazam, the Aquaman, the Lost Temple, have some very, something like that. Uh, very major characters from the DC comics, like Blue Beetle, getting movies. Uh, the Flash. Yeah, isn't isn't the guy from Cobra Kai really? <laughs> starring as Blue Beetle? Yeah, I think is he there, is. is there uh, Something with X is Zolo, yeah, uh, Marijuana. I'm, I'm sorry if I messed that up. I don't want to be racist. <clears throat> yeah, I think it's him as Blue Beetle, which is so yeah, interesting. Marijuana. That would be awesome. I'm yeah, yeah. a really big fan of Blue Beetle. Um, yeah, I haven't actually seen anyway, it. Also, I wanted to say that a Peacemaker... Uh, he's actually a big hit. Oh, Peacemaker is such a good show. I can watch Peacemaker all day, man. I love Peacemaker. Uh, I have HBO Go, and HBO Max is still not in my country. But uh, once it comes, our country, yeah, our country, I'll make sure. I'll make sure I watch it. Uh, yeah, I watched it. It's like it's probably the one of like probably in the top five best superhero shows. But was it low budget? Because uh, let me let me Google it up. Um, no, I mean uh, from your perspective, because Flash. No, it it definitely it definitely didn't have some bad CGI, and I know what you mean with the Flash. I really love the Flash, like or at least I used to. And just the not only the CGI but the storytelling, it feels boring and bland. Like the first two three seasons of the Flash were just gold. And what do you think? Um... So Peacemaker budget was it, a, uh, was it the same level as the Suicide Squad, where actually Peacemaker was introduced? Well, uh, I think it's a lot better than the Suicide Squad. Not gonna lie, it, it's James Gunn again, so it's the same guy. What about the cinematography? I mean, the cinematography was exactly the same as the Suicide Squad. Again, it is James Gunn. The only thing that we didn't get, like the Suicide Squad, is. So basically, every other scene in the Suicide Squad was a... I don't know how to say it. For example, a shot from the sky of a patch of grass, and it says something with, like, letters written out. That was a common theme. We we don't get that. But the one thing that I have a complaint with, and I love the show a lot, and I don't want to spoil it for you, but uh, Peacemaker feels 
like a different character than the Suicide Squad. He's a lot better. John Cena really kills it. And um, have you watched the intro sequence of Peacemaker? I was going it's to. It's amazing. I love it. It's cringy. It's cringy. But yeah. It's cringy in a good way. It's the, the like the best possible way of cringy, I'm, I would say. Yeah, so uh, do you have any other news or can we get into uh, Spider-Man No Way Home and all of that stuff? First, I want to discuss, for you, what are the biggest issues with the MCU right now? Well, where should we start from? Um, well, just like right now, what are the biggest yeah, issues? Yeah, there are a lot of issues. Uh, first of all, uh, with Phase 3, Marvel put themselves in a really bad position. So they killed some major characters. I mean, the most, the most popular character, Iron Man, which by a coincidence happened to be their brand face. So when you kill Marvel... You... Exactly. I think they should have... They should have killed Captain America in Endgame because that would have made perfect sense and he did die anyway. So it just would have made perfect sense. He's like the first Avenger, so the first one to die. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly, exactly. But, I mean, even without Iron Man and Captain America, I would see a perfect way for Marvel to continue their legacy. What? But but they actually screwed also Thor and Hulk. So they're not the same. They're not the same. Thor... Thor, after uh, Thor Ragnarok, was my favorite character. Really? My, mean, my favorite MCU character is definitely Iron Man. He's probably a basic choice, but I just love the casting on Iron Man. I, I love the performance that Robert Downey Jr. gives. I love John Favreau as a director and as an actor. Like, John Favreau has done... Amazing stuff. Oh, by the way, fun fact. The Book of Boba Fett, it's co-written by Jon Favreau, yes. Yeah, the Mandalorian also. He, oh, the Mandalorian too, yeah. I think he also takes really big parts in uh, Lucasfilms, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he does. And also, I love that he's actually in the MCU, like, as a character, which is fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, So, Thor, I really like Taika Waititi, and when he came up with this new way of presenting Thor <coughs> in Thor Ragnarok I was amazed I really liked it so that's the first thing they killed major characters and they yeah and also I think the decision to make what is it called Professor Hulk that's a bad decision that's like so one of the actually the only good thing about the Hulk is the Jekyll and Hyde type personality and Professor Hook is just Jekyll Hyde. I don't know. He's just like one person, which really sucks. It's just Bruce Banner, which kind of loses the whole point of the Hook. The anger issues, yeah. Exactly. It's just, hey, I'm a strong green guy. And I love how impractical it is. For example, in Endgame, instead of changing back into Bruce Banner and rent renting a tuxedo, he had a tuxedo tailored to fit Professor Hulk. Like, seriously? I don't remember Part. On Tony Stark's funeral, he's in Professor Hulk form, and he's wearing a tuxedo. Oh, it's the MCU, I mean. Yeah, it is the MCU, but like, eh. Also, I think a big thing that really they rely on is there's two major cards that they don't have the rights to, but they could get, and that would really, I think, revive the MCU. The first thing is Galactus. They don't have the rights to Galactus, but Galactus is probably the best Marvel villain. I love Galactus. He's so overpowered. I believe that uh, Marvel could have waited a little bit longer uh, before introducing Thanos. And I think it... Yeah. They kind of shot themselves in the foot by bringing him too early. He was... Well, yeah, but... And I don't think they'll make the same mistake with uh, Galactus for the next five... 10 years. Well, they don't have the rights to Galactus. And the other thing is X-Men. I, I really like the X-Men movies, excluding X-Men Origins Wolverine. Uh, but I adore the early 2000s X-Men movies. I think they're great. And uh, the only thing that I don't like if they acquire the rights and redo the whole origin story is we're going to get a Wolverine that isn't Hugh Jackman. And the idea of that just is jarring. I love Hugh Jackman. Um, well, I, I don't think that's their biggest problems. 
Uh, they actually have two or uh, one more problem that's much bigger. I mean, ways bigger. So, um, first of all, with Phase 4, they have characters and series that are all over the place, are not connected at all, uh, and are just characters that nobody cares about. For example, Shang-Chi. The movie was okay. I, it was, no, no. I, I think The Eternals is a better example of what you're saying. Who the fuck cares about The Eternals? Eternals, I like this movie. I'm going to... It was a good movie, but, like, not a popular character. And But then again, Iron Man was not a popular character until Iron Man in 2008. So, I get what they're trying. Exactly. It, it just feels like a... If you feel like Superman and a team of people, I I don't know how to say it. So first first part of this, I want to discuss why the Marvel Cinematic Universe became so famous, like the rise of the MCU. Yeah, you can go on. That's I actually I think that's yeah. So um, I think it's partly because the first few MCU movies were very good. Like Iron Man is an amazing movie. And just a lot of these early MCU movies are good. And the second thing is, I did my research. There wasn't really a cinematic universe, like everything together of this size before the MCU. So it was a new thing. It was good. We haven't had good comic book movies. So basically, those are the first actually good superhero movies that were connected in that way. And it was an original idea. Uh, I, I think that what made Marvel different before was that they managed to bring um, bring up some solo movies into one crossover. And even if you haven't watched one of those solo movies, for example... You can still kind of know yeah, what's going on. And follow the overall story. It was very... But but that's also kind of a bad thing because it kind of dumbs down the movies a bit and... That's... See, see where I go. So, for example, Captain America Civil War. You shouldn't have watched Ant-Man. Or actually, I don't know if ant Yeah, but you're like... You watch it and you're like, Hey, that's Spider-Man. The most popular superhero. Hey, that's Captain America. Yeah, but... Oh, that's Ant-Man. I haven't watched this movie because I thought we... I love Ant-Man. It's such a good movie. You, sh- you should watch yeah, it. Yeah, I, I... No, no, I'm just playing as a random guy. So I go and watch Captain America Civil War and, and I'm like, oh, I've never had the opportunity to watch Ant-Man. I thought it was stupid. But now... Yeah, I should watch Ant-Man. I, I think it is good. I'm going to watch it. You know, that's what... Yeah, it's such a... It's for also Spider-Man No Way Home. Like people are like, "Hey, who's Doctor Strange? Oh, he has a movie. I should watch that. Oh, even better, I should go to the premiere of Doctor Strange too, which comes out on the something of where where this goes now. Phase four is not like that anymore. You can go and watch um Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness without watching Spider-Man No Way Home and not more and One Division. You should be what. You should have watched both of them to understand the story. And see, yeah, this is why, this is why I think No Way Home is kind of the beginning of the end for the MCU because it just brings way too much complications. And at some point, it will be like if you haven't watched every single Phase Four movie, you won't really get what's going on. Exactly, exactly. But the thing is that um, One Division is a nine-hour-long production. I mean, not everyone wants to do that. And not everyone has the opportunity. Disney Plus is still... Not everyone has Disney Plus. Not everyone has that time to watch nine hours. Not everyone wants to watch WandaVision, hell. Uh, yeah, exactly. I, I watched WandaVision. I didn't like it. And so I was like... Me neither. I, I watched the first like... F- I was like, I'm not going to watch any Marvel series. Yeah, well, there are good Mar- Marvel series. For example, Daredevil, a uh, very good show. Way, way before. It's a really- way older and... That's exactly... Marvel shows... Uh, I've only really seen one good MCU show, and that's The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And uh, that's why I enjoyed Peacemaker so much, because my expectations were low going into it, because I haven't really seen any good solo superhero shows on the small screen, and it, it was just entertaining. And it's not also that. Uh, nowadays, Marvel movies feels uh, feel like they're just installments for future movies they're advertised yeah world building that's exactly what i wanted to bring up spider-man no way home it didn't bring up anything except opening the door for marvel to make 
five more movies. And well, it was. I I do think it was good. I I did like it. The main reason I liked it was the return of my favorite villains. Not not the Spider Man. The villains. Well, see, um, but that's kind of a lazy thing because this worked. Let me use this again to get more people to watch my movie. Exactly. It feels kind of lazy and non creative. But. Uh, Spider-Man No Way Home is a disaster, a disaster, and so I don't think it's a disaster. It's 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 a okay movie. It's it's just so I was watching the movie and I was already knowing from the trailer that uh, all of those villains will come, and so I was watching. I knew those villains would come. It was obvious, but they they tried to make it intense. And so I was watching and I I was just waiting. We will see Toby and Andrew. So nothing really happened. And then once Toby and Andrew came up, nothing happened again. It was... No, no. The the one part that I really didn't feel like that was true was... William Defoe really killed it as the Green Goblin. Like he did in Spider-Man. He just killed it. He did that Jekyll and Hyde personality very well. Exactly. I, I, I liked his performance. Yeah. Uh, so before we get into some other stuff... Uh, cameos. What cameos do we get in the movie? So... Probably the best cameo was Matt friggin' Murdoch from Daredevil, which not only makes Daredevil MCU canon, it was just exciting. Like, my... Since I went to, like, the first premiere in Bulgaria, because I was excited for the movie, uh, like, only the biggest fans came, and my... Like, the whole cinema was cheering when the guy appeared. I loved it. It, I Absolutely great. But I was just... Oh yeah, same. But same. I I don't think his com- his his cameo was important, but it was it was, it was very entertaining. First of all, and also it wasn't that that big. He just said, "Yeah, I'm going to be your lawyer." And he caught the brig. But yeah, I think it was entertaining, and I think it was important to like a moment where it's justifiable because, uh, like Hawkeye, the series got kingpin into it. So I it's it's kind of important. I watched them. I haven't watched it either. That said that both this smart Murdoch and Wilson Fisk, they're actually not those characters from uh, Marvel's Daredevil show, but they're versions of the same character, you know, in a different universe. Oh, like a mul- like the, the multiverse? I don't know. We might get something about that in Multiverse of Menace. They, they look the same way. Did we get any other cameos? Uh, we didn't get Stan Lee. Obviously, yeah, that's not funny. <laughs> well, it's it's, it's like, sad. Also, it's it's sad. Yeah, but uh, of course, Tommy McGuire, Andrew Garfield. We got the lizard, who I would count as a cameo because he has two minutes of friggin' screen time. What was it we have? We had. Well, Doctor Strange's friend Wong. Oh, I love Wong. He's such a good character. <laughs> And uh, just, I, I feel like we got a cameo of... Morales in the movie. Yeah, I wish we did get a cameo of Miles Morales. Why didn't we? That sucked. Would have been such a good end. Black Spider-Man, when, you know, Spider-Man was using Doctor Strange powers. in the. Oh, wait, wait, the Venom cameo. We're stupid. We forgot about the Venom cameo. Uh, Eddie Brock, uh, what's, what's the guy's name? Tom Hardy. Yeah, Tom Hardy. Do you like the Tom Hardy Venom stuff? I don't. Oh, it was 2016 when I watched Venom, and back in the day I really liked it. I was small to understand that it is a bad movie, but... I, I, I didn't hate the first one, but Venom Let There Be Carnage I really didn't like. Oh, that movie was trash, mate. I, I, I'm going to give it like three stars. It's... I'd give it like 2.5. Yeah. Ugh, just really didn't work. This guy, uh, what what was his name? Yeah. Uh, Carnage. Uh, uh, some... Yeah. The Woody Harrelson. I don't know how. Yeah, Woody Harrelson. Yes, that's it. I don't know how Woody Harrelson actually played this role. How he? He's a good actor. He just isn't good in the movie. Yeah, but I don't know how he, they convinced him to play in this movie. Yeah, how did they? That's like approaching. Uh, what's a big actor? Uh, Brad Pitt and being like, "Hey, do you want to star in a bad movie?" Like genuinely. Talking about this, uh, you know that um, Harry Styles actually plays um Thanos's brother. You're kidding. Yeah, he's an eternal. That's so cringy. Thanos is also an eternal. Harry Styles. 
Yeah, I actually. Oh my god, I I I'm confused. I, I've I haven't watched that. Uh, at the first post credit scene, so Harry Styles will be playing what's his name, Thanos's brother. Oh yeah, yeah, he has a name. It's like something along the lines of Thanos. Sounds Eros. like he's going to play Eros. Eros, that's it. Yeah. I don't know how Thanos is a Titan and Eros is a human. Yeah, sounds kind of strange. Well, I guess it's like crossbreeding, but I don't know. So we're kind of drifting off of the Spider-Man topic. So I wanted to ask you about some casting decisions. First, Zendaya as MJ, whose name is not Mary Jane. It's Michelle Jones because it has to be different. I don't like Zendaya for the most part. Yeah, we, we did discuss that. So what do you think of her as MJ? Is the bigger question. Yeah, um... I've always thought that MJ's blonde and beautiful. No, not blonde. Uh, red-haired is. Yeah, red-haired, blonde, but mainly beautiful. Yeah, and Zendaya. Eh. It's ugly, but in the movie. We we don't want to be racist, cause cause Zendaya is not white. That's not what we're trying to mean. We just don't think that it. She really feels like an MJ. No, I I, I first of all, I think that MJ should be white. I mean, that's how she. And also MJ um, in the movies, she plays it like a this de- de- depressed girl. Exactly. That's not what e- the essence of MJ is. Yeah, you know what we should have had? We should have had like a different person play MJ. And if they want to have Zendaya as the um, love interest, they should have had her play like Liz Allen, for example. That would have been good. Liz Allen is like news black girl in the comics in black and a non-racist way. You know, something I wanted really like to see. Wait, can, can I just say? Uh, Go on. Uh, in my opinion, Emma Stone as Gwen Stacy is the best love interest we've had for Spider Man, and she just kills it. She has amazing chemistry with Andrew Garfield, and that's a model that that's the model for essentially a perfect movie love interest i would really like to see black cat um oh yeah i would too especially like in the after the ending of no way home i think it would work yeah because he has no one and yeah this chemistry within them who would you like to who do you like to see playing black cat ah mate that's that's a really good question just like someone that's a good actor unlike zendaya you know this guy from uh she's actually uh a girl. Not a guy. From Baywatch. Oh, Alexander Daddario? No, no. Um, the other one. Oh, yeah. The blonde one, is it? Yeah, yeah. I think she would, she would fit. Uh, yeah, she's not a bad actress. About I... Her acting skills. Yeah, she. I think she would fit in the role pretty well. Just like a good actress, unlike Zendaya. Not, no hate to Zendaya again. But uh, yeah, so second casting decision I want to discuss is... What's his name? Jacob Batal- Batalon as Ned. I like Ned. I like him. You watched the video CEO of sex. They're joking around. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And the inventor, I, I saw another one where it's like, the inventor of sex is making yeah. sex too. And instead of four skin, it's going to have five skin. Yeah, they're joking around really with him. And Yeah, yeah, and like... He's a good actor. Like, he kills it. Just the one thing I really don't get is why he decided to shave his head. Such a bad move. Well, I don't see... It's a personal decision. It's really, like, in the in both The Amazing Spider-Man and Only Spider-Man, uh, Peter Parker didn't have this friend of him. I think Ned works as a yeah, good friend. Yeah, Ned works. Yeah, definitely. Well, I, let's see what we'll get in the next Marvel Spider-Man thing. So, yeah, another actually the last casting decision that I'm going to talk about is <laughs> Marissa Tomei as Aunt May. It's strange. I mean, she should be a lot older. She, she has to be a lot older, but I, actually I think she's not that bad. I really like Marissa Tomei. Everyone's like, oh, Aunt May's hot now. Yeah. I don't, I don't have a problem with her. I mean, I see how it can work. I mean, now she's dead, so it doesn't really matter, you know. Yeah, I I think she's fine. Uh so let's let's discuss some returning cast. Uh all of the villains first then we're going to discuss Toby and Andrew. Uh so first Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe 
Apparently, he did his own stunts, which is very impressive. He's like 60-something. Yeah, he did all of his own stunts in the movie, which is amazing. He's old. But he just kills it. Like, honestly, I left him in Spider-Man. I love him in Spider-Man No Way Home. Um, William Dafoe, I like... I. I'm not a big fan of the actor, but I really like his... Oh, I, I really like his, like, other stuff, too. Yeah, I've seen him in uh, which movie he was... He was playing in one other movie. I forgot its name. Yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. So, next next returning cast member, and I'm gonna call it the second biggest one, because this is my favorite Spider-Man villain of all time. Sandman, played by Thomas Hayden Church. Him. And, uh... He didn't play much of a big role, but uh, I I think he's the only one who actually felt like an adequate reaction to being transported to a new reality. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Also, uh, Jamie Fox. Uh, yeah, and uh, also like peak humor, like peak MCU humor is Sandman sitting on Happy Hogan's sofa and saying, "Sorry, I left some sand on there." That's just peak humor, but. I don't like the fact that they made him Sandy, but I do get it. They can't have that much money on CGI for a digitally enhanced actor. So, yeah, I can understand that. Next up is Alfred Molina's Dr. Octopus, also a good villain. Oh, yeah, he, he played a really good role. I yeah, I, I love Dr. Octopus. Doc Ock, I liked him in Spider-Man 2. Actually, we really haven't had that much shabby villains in the first trilogy, except Venom. <laughs> Yeah. Venom, Venom was really bad. Yeah, yeah. So the highlight for me of Spider-Man Three was definitely Sandman. Who else was it? So we got the Lizard, who is first he had like five minutes of screen time. Second, he's a bad villain. Like overall, I didn't like him in the Amazing Spider-Man. Didn't like him in this one. Well, I liked him in the Amazing Spider-Man. I was small when I watched it, and I was scared to be honest. Exactly, but, he, like, compared to, like, Willem Dafoe's Green Goblin, he's not a good villain. Yeah, but when you have ten villains, of course, somebody's not going to be that. Yeah, but like, that is true, yeah. So, who who else did we get except those that four? Jamie Foxx's Electro. And oh, Jamie Foxx's Electro, the, the character that I have no opinion about. Do, do you have something to say about Jamie Foxx's I like Electro? I like suit, actually. New suit is good, new look is good, Jamie Foxx is good, that's about it. Basically, Jamie Foxx is good. Okay, so uh, I want to be a bit quicker with this, so I'm going to ask you about every Spider-Man movie, and we're going to like quickly, in a sentence or so, uh, say our thoughts about it. So first we have Spider-Man, Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man from 2002. I haven't watched the, the Tobey Maguire trilogy. Oh, so yeah. then I'm just going to say, it's it's a very good movie. Villain kills it. Of course, it has some of that two, 2002 CGI cheesiness, but overall, I give it a 8 out of 10, probably. Then we have Spider-Man 2, which I'm guessing you also haven't watched. Yeah. This is a classic example of a sequel that's good. Like, uh, Paddington 2 was a good sequel, also. Uh, also a good movie, 8 out of 10. Yeah, the sequel was very good. So I, I really like I liked the Paddington Bear books. I, I used to read these when I was a bit smaller, but Paddington 2 was good. Paddington was good, yeah. I liked him. <clears throat> then we have Spider-Man 3, which is not the absolute disaster of a movie. Everyone says it is. I'd give it a 6 out of 10. Just for Sandman, honestly, I love the casting. I love Sandman. Uh, then The Amazing Spider-Man. Man, I the overhated movie with a bad villain. I, Go ahead. I like, I like. That's all. I like. I I build Spider-Man the most. I really like Andrew Garfield as Spider-Man. Uh, the villain I don't like. Uh, Gwen Stacy, Emma Stone's Gwen Stacy is wow. Like yeah, wow, is really good. <laughs> what a masterpiece of a love interest, and also Emma Stone is genuinely a good actress, unlike some other love interests. To be honest, I think that. Uh, Spider-Man, the Amazing Spider-Man was the most emotional Spider-Man. Probably, yeah. He's easily the best actor out of the three Spider-Man. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so um, I'd give it a 7 out of 10. What do you say? Well, usually I, I hardly give those from entertainment point of view 8, yeah. Yeah, around 7. 7 slash 8, 7.5 maybe. Okay, next we have The Amazing Spider-Man 2, the overhated movie, which is not that good. 
the Amazing Spider-Man too. So um, it has a very good soundtrack. I'm just gonna say that. Um, well, Jamie Foxx's Electro. Is amazing. Ha- of course, it, like like how could you have a bad soundtrack with Hans Zimmer? He's he's Hans Zimmer. That's like getting John Williams to write a like classical music piece for a movie and it being bad. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. Um, Soundtrack is good. Jamie Foxx's Electro is not a bad villain, but he looks so ugly and weird and yeah. And again, too many villains. Absolute disaster of a Green Goblin interpretation. But one part that this movie really nailed is Gwen's death. It felt jarring and emotional. I, I didn't I didn't thought that you'd die. Just for that, I'm giving a 6.5 out of 10. Man, that's too harsh. 7.5 again. Okay, then we have Spider-Man Homecoming. Hot take, by the way, just spoiler alert, I don't like Tom Holland Spider-Man. Yeah, you can go on, Max. Uh, this movie, well, I would give it to them. I, the only thing I really like about it is that it's a smaller scale. I'd give it a solid 6 the humor, out of 10. The humor there was more spectacular. Definitely. Yeah, it, it was okay, like in many aspects, actually. But, uh, yeah, we're just not going to discuss that right now. Um, so the next movie we're going to talk about is... <laughs> Far From Home. Uh, Spider-Man Far From Home. The worst Spider-Man movie ever. I have mixed feelings about... Yeah. Oh, I don't. I, I don't have mixed feelings. I don't like this movie, but there's just some things that I like about... First, what's, what's, the, ga- what's the guy's name? Jake something. Jake Gyllenhaal as Mysterio. A bad villain... Bad interpretation of Mysterio, and the glasses are just the most obvious plot device ever. Romance feels rushed. Everything feels rushed, actually. Uh, the only good part of the movie is Ned. And the cinematics. I mean... The cinematics and effects are amazing, yeah. That's that's kind of a given with Marvel movies these days, yeah. So I'd give it a 3 out of 10. Oh, I'll give it like 5. I just don't like it, like, at all. Okay. Next movie. Spider-Man No Way Home. Spider-Man No Way Home. I So, uh, I'll give it five or a six. Six. I'd give it a solid eight. I really, like, the nostalgia really just hits. Even though I wasn't alive when some of them came out, like, I just have good memories of watching Spider-Man movies. If you if you see it as a, as a story itself, it's really... Oh, as a story itself, it's not good. But, like, as a nostalgic factor... I think it hit exactly how it should have. Yeah. Okay, so... The villains. We already talked about the villains. I just want to rank them in like a top five. I'm going to do one first and then you're going to do one. So, um, I think the worst villain was the lizard. And that's very easy to say. Fourth place goes to... Electro. Uh, third place, I'm doing Doc Ock. Second place goes to William Defoe's. No, 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 no. I, I, I fucked up. Second place is Thomas Hayden Church's Sandman, and first place Green Goblin. You go. Nah, <clears throat> I would only change Sandman and uh, Electro. Really? Yeah. Electro didn't do anything cool. Yeah, whatever. No, so, so it's basically William Defoe, Doc Ock, Electro, Sandman, and then no, actually. Sandman is on the last place. Oh, really? Yeah. He's worse than the lizard. The lizard that just runs around and doesn't say yeah, stuff. he's worst. He's worst. Oh, my God. Ugh. Okay, so we're going to give our quick opinions on a few scenes. First, the final battle. I think it felt very, very extremely highly rushed. <clears throat> well, I really liked how Doctor Strange appeared out of nowhere. Yeah, that that was fine. Well, it wasn't exactly out of nowhere, but I think the highlight of this was um when Andrew Garfield Spider Man catches Zendaya's MJ. I liked that scene. Yeah, that 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 was really good. And also, I, re- I really liked how William Dafoe at the end, a Green Goblin. I like how you pronounced William Dafoe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he stopped uh, Tom Holland. Yeah, that that was that, that was, was great. unexpected. That was unexpected. Yeah. I So um next up we have uh the death of Aunt May which like for yeah. the sake of someone saying the line is fine like but she didn't say it she said something like sl- ever so slightly different from the line which sucks I didn't understand what you mean Oh you know do you don't know what the line is the line is Peter 
with with great power comes uh, yeah, great I, responsibility. I like yeah, I know. The line. Yeah, I didn't like that. I mean, it's always I've always thought, and in my head, it is always Uncle Ben's line. Yeah, exactly. And the fact that Uncle Ben doesn't exist. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, um, the end. I I like the end. Not like it felt very jarring and i i liked it i'm not gonna lie i think it's a good end to a not that good movie and a good way to make the mcu better <clears throat> yeah well i didn't like no way home at all so that was pretty much it for today Thank you for listening to the first episode of The Movie Sims. If you enjoyed it, make sure to follow, subscribe, or just continue listening. We really appreciate it and it really motivates us to do more. Um, follow me on social media at Max Vochev and Christo at, at Christo underscore Ftimov. If you have any suggestions, feedback, or just want to contact us and have a chat, please send us an email at themoviesimps.gmail.com See you next time and remember, simping is not for everyone. Uh, 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 uh.